and welcome to the Sensibility Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Baker, a financial advisor, money mindset coach, and all-out money guru when it comes to creating the financial future you are after. This is the podcast where we make talking money normal and manifesting into our lives practical. I share with you money mindset tips and tricks as well as practical financial strategies to help you create the financial life and relationship with money that you deserve. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Sensibility Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Baker. And as we approach, well, we've approached and we're well into a new year. It is now 2023. And look, this is a podcast that's going to hang around forever. It might be well into the year when you actually hear this. But the point is, I'm not big on the whole New Year's re- resolution thing, but I do like to set intention for what I want to focus on and achieve throughout the year. So this time of year, being January, is the first couple of weeks quite quiet for me. But I actually do revisit my business plan, which is you know, a strategic intent. And I look at my finances and I look at my numbers and I kind of go through what are the things I want to achieve? And I do a bit of a vision board, but I don't call it a New Year's resolution. I'm more about sort of really being strategic about things, but also trying to sort of, I guess, grow and be in alignment of um, my energy and my space of gratitude so that I can really enjoy the journey. When we set ourselves a goal, it's not supposed to be something that we then beat ourselves up over for the rest of the year. In fact, and that's why I don't do the whole New Year's, New Year's resolution thing because, you know, it could be uh, go to the gym or lose weight, quit something, quit sugar, quit gluten, God only knows what, um, uh, give up alcohol, whatever it is. And then, you know, you slip up and then you beat yourself up over that. And it's like this whole year's oh, started off the wrong foot. So I'm kind of going, let's just reframe this. And again, it doesn't matter if you are listening to this in January or in April or even in um, December next year. The fact is we all want to better ourselves. I mean, that's why there's a you know, billion dollar industry of self-help books, sorry, self-help books and, um, you know, uh, gyms and health uh, fads and whatnot, because we're, you know, we are designed to actually just grow and improve ourselves in some way, shape or form. So it's very natural for us to go, you know what, I, I really want to achieve this. I want to finish this goal. I want to maybe get that degree or in obviously this case we being a finance podcast it could be that you really want to clear debt or finally put your adult pants on and actually organize yourself a bit more and be more in control of your finances you may have a mortgage and with rates rising you go okay I want to really shift my budget so that we can put more focus and more money onto our mortgage in anticipation that rates rise, rates will continue to rise. So with that said, I'm going to talk about setting yourself up for a successful year. Well, actually just setting yourself up for success. And I'm actually going to talk about the woo-woo topic of manifesting. Now, before you decide this isn't your bag or you're rolling your eyes because it just set Sounds a bit too far-fetched. You're here to listen about to me talk about finance. Just hear me out. There are so many misconceptions when it comes to manifesting. The fact is we do it all the time. We're constantly manifesting. It's basically 
um, something that we do either in a negative way or in a positive way. Um, manifesting is not just sitting on the floor, meditating and waiting for something to appear into our lives. It's actually science and philosophy. The science part being demonstrated with quantum physics and psychology. Yes, psychology. And philosophy being our point of view on the world, our circumstances, how we approach things, our personal discipline, um, how we are evolving and shaping our lives to achieve our personal success. And then there is also, I guess, a bit of a spiritual thing, the f you know, having faith, ha having faith in ourselves, love, love for ourselves, um, how we value ourselves. And, and in this, I guess, is a mix of personal, a, a personal spiritual journey and science. So the first thing I want to um, bring forward is that if you are wanting to make change, you really need to be clear on where you want to be. So you might be in a situation where I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in a situation of debt or I don't want to be in a place now of financial uncertainty. I know that I need to do better. I know that I need to do something differently. I really want you to be clear on what that is. Without that clarity, it's kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall. By having a vision, by having that clarity, we're basically putting ourselves on a plan and giving ourselves a destination to reach. So what is it that you want to achieve? Now, you may want to reduce your spending and increase your mortgage repayments, as I mentioned before. Um, you might be planning retirement. You may want to increase your super contributions. Whatever the plan is, be really clear. Have a focus. Now, before I go any further, I do want to say all of this stuff that I'm going to be putting in the podcast over the next few months are actually some of the topics that I am building into my online sensibility money transformation course. So if this does interest you, at the end of the show, there will be show notes. Please do click on that and join our wait list. I'll talk about that in a moment. So first of all, really want to go back to this. What is it that you want to achieve? What, that, what does that vision look like? What does it feel like? So you really need to start taking inspired actions to make your goals happen. I want you to ask yourself the following questions when you really are thinking about your goal and you've written down what your vision is for yourself and you've got a bit of a time frame and it's really important to do that. Not a time frame to cause stress, by the way. A time frame that just sort of helps you break the goal down into bite-sized pieces so that you can actually have a clear, easy to follow strategy. Now, things to think about or more so ask yourself once you've given yourself a clear idea of what it is, a clear idea of time frame, and, and also a bit of a strategy, how are you going to break that down? I want you to ask the following questions. What am I prepared to change when it comes to this goal? And then think about this other question. What am I prepared to let go of? And if I don't change, where will I be in 12 months' time or three years' time or five years' time? And what would that feel like 
if I didn't actually change? And I really want you to think about that for a minute. I re- it is actually quite powerful because it kind of gets shapes you and shakes you into action in some respects. If you are really connected to this goal, you'll feel some energy about it and you'll kind of go, yeah, all right, I do need to take some action because I don't want to be there or here in 12 months time. I don't want to be in this situation in my future. It's not feeling good at this point because you're thinking, I don't like where I am. I really need to move forward. So what's next? Now I want you to think about how you feel knowing that you have achieved these goals. Your future self has done it. How does that feel? What does your life look like? What, how does that gratitude welling inside you feel like? What changes have occurred in your life? What things can you do that you may be unable to do before? Um, what freedoms have you created for yourself along this journey? It's a pretty powerful thing to really question. And in doing these, you know, asking these really good quality questions will align you to be in that path, a trajectory of success, but also will have you be clear and clearer about your goal and your vision and where you're heading because now you're thinking about your consequences if you don't take action and now you're thinking about are those consequences that great will will it be something that shapes me maybe I need to go harder thicker you know fuller into that goal who knows um or it might be that the goal in itself scares the hell out of you because you know that if you don't change you're going to be stuck or you might be going backwards financially so you really do need to take action now So I want you to now visualize yourself going back, looking at your bank accounts, looking at, say, your debt-free and being really thankful to your future self. So staying in that space and feeling this. This is actually a really powerful tool that we use and I teach in the course, but it's a great tool if you are into um, manifesting. This is a great tool because manifesting is all about aligning your energy to what you want. So now we want to create a plan. Now, this seems like a big, big plan. The key here is to break it down into bite-sized pieces. So the way I do this, firstly, is when it comes to finances, um, I look at all my numbers. First, I look at actually my past spending and things that I need to change. So Going back to that question, what do I need to change? What do we maybe need to readjust, address, assess? Maybe I need to review my insurance premiums. Maybe I need to look for a different um, electricity provider. Maybe I need to be more mindful about how many cabs and Ubers I'm taking. Um, Or maybe start looking at different ways I can have fun with my friends without spending serious amounts of money in restaurants around Sydney. So, you know, having a look at those numbers and being really honest with yourself and thinking, okay, what would this look like if we shaved this back, if I did something different? I then also look at a week-to-week plan. So what can I do this week that will either save me money and but allow me to have fun with my friends or get me back doing things like that I love at the gym, that fill my cup? What other things that I could be doing that maybe will bring in more money? So things like that is what I do. Each week, I break the goal down. So each week, I'll sit down and go, okay, 
course, I'm in business, obviously, looking at the clients that I'm currently serving, my refer my, you know, referral partners, my course. Um, I'm looking at doing workshops. I'm looking at where are the areas of income that could come in and taking action for them. And each week, say for example, I want to do a workshop where I know that um I'm I'm gonna be selling tickets for, well, I've got to actually one set that date. But I'm doing this six weeks prior. I also set a landing page. I also then do all of these steps and each week I'm taking a few action steps to lead me to that final day of getting that workshop done. But in the bigger picture, the annual income now has increased because I've done that one action. So breaking things down and being very strategic is a very important thing when it comes to your success. Um, it's great to have big ideas, but what inspired action needs to be taken. And to help you with this, I want you to go back to your future self and think, what actions did that future self take? What decisions, what self-talk, what behaviors, what made them do what they did to ensure success and start being that person today? And let's give you an example. There are athletes all over the world that, and I am actually, I'm going to use my son. My son's pretty incredible. I'm incredibly proud of this kid. He started doing Muay Thai at the age of 14. Now he's 18 years old now. And he got very good very quickly. He would, before he got into the ring, he would visualize himself already winning. Now, a lot of athletes do this. So he's not, you know, reinventing the wheel. But I watched this boy go from trying out a new sport to becoming an Australian title holder and now professional. And he trains hard. He goes into the gym. He'll be there for four hours. He also works there now. But before he was working there, he would be there for four hours. Excuse me, four hours while he sometimes was helping the young up-and-comers. Now he's actually training as well as a personal trainer and working behind the desk. But he would he was volunteering his time early in the piece. He was becoming the person he is now four years ago. And that's what we all need to start doing is energetically aligning ourselves to who that future person is going to be. Making decisions like they would, behaving the way they would, having the habits that they would and start implementing them every single day. And I would say, and this is something that I did this year as well, is start with three new things that I'm going to introduce into my daily routine that will shift my change to being the future self I want to be and create that discipline. And remind yourself regularly, check in, have an accountability buddy, Put it up on a board. I used to have those uh, markers that could w- write on mirrors. So um, I would have positive affirmations on my mirror in my bathroom. I'd have um, key goals and, and, again, things, three habits that I wanted to implement, those kind of things. And, you know, I, I've basically gone back to those practices from years ago this year because 
I got so busy with family and I had a child lower lockdown. We were, you know, we had, um, we had a couple of lockdowns, two years on and off of lockdown. We had homeschooling, all this stuff happened and totally took me, you know, off, off course a little bit. So I've kind of come back to some of the things that I used to practice and I'm sharing that with you because first of all, why not? Why not? Tell it out loud and now I'm accountable. But having an accountability buddy, telling people what you actually want to achieve is terrifying because they're going to probably ask you, how are you going? And you're going to be feeling really silly if you actually haven't started doing anything to change or making this happen. So creating a plan is incredible, but also always stepping into that future self. Now, you're going to find that as we go through the year and we're trying, we're inching away at our goals, setbacks and self-sabotage will creep in, distractions will occur, setting ourselves back into routines that we're so familiar with is very normal. And in fact, that's basically the job of our subconscious mind. Our brains are designed to keep us safe and our subconscious will keep you safe. Our subconscious is sort of what's basically been programmed from our childhood. And in fact, when you start being in awareness of how you feel, especially when it comes to your relationship with money, your subconscious will basically be screaming at you about what your money blocks are, about what your issues are, what actually terrifies you. So if you are feeling emotioned or emotionally attached to your finances, you'll probably find that your childhood has created some triggers there that you might need to unpack and deal with. But that in itself is another podcast. Let's just keep it simple and focus on just setting ourselves up for success first. Just be aware that our subconscious is going to keep you safe and change, although is inevitable because we're constantly changing, is incredibly scary for our minds. So changing slowly um, is important because we know that we're then rewiring and reframing new patterns and behaviors, but also changing the way we, our self-talk, the way we speak to one another, ourselves, I should say, not one another, that, that does help with um, relationships, as I have, I have to say. But being aware of how we and our minds speak to ourselves, especially when it comes to a goal that we want to achieve or our relationship with money. We are worthy, for example. I am worthy. I am, um, I am abundant is another great affirmation. Being aware of, you know, the way we treat money is like, oh God, I'm terrible at it. I'm, you know, I, I'm hopeless. I'm always finding myself in debt. That's not positive self-talk. You know what? I am learning my lessons. I am great with money. Money is infinite, abundant potential. There is so much money to go around that I just need to tap into that energetic flow and, and focus on my plans, my goals. I love myself. I'm grateful for where I'm at and I'm grateful for these lessons that I'm learning. So I do sort of digress because I, I'm not very scripted with my podcast. If you have listened to me before, you would know that. So back to this, our subconscious is really wide in a certain way but don't worry you've got to start seeing the subconscious as your friend it's actually there to keep you safe and you've got to remind yourself that hey it's okay 
to be a little bit uncomfortable. That is growth. And also, you'll start to see this self-sabotaging behaviors. Another, I guess, insight to your money blocks, perhaps. All that's doing, this self-sabotages, all these challenges, I look at them as tests. It's like I'm being tested for really wanting to achieve this goal. And by being aware that that is a pattern that's setting me back, I need to push through. I need to see the lesson. I need to appreciate the setback. Um, But we've just got to be in that mindset of just always having that awareness. I do recommend that you do um, look at positive affirmation and also maybe daily uh, meditation rituals as well, just to kind of help you be aware and have that conscious awareness. The other thing is, I mentioned being aware of tests, but being aware of our energy, that old saying, where focus goes, energy flows. When it comes to, I guess, manifesting, we've got to really be aware of the energy of which we're trying to uh, call in, of what we're trying to manifest, what we're wanting to call in, whether it be an increase in our income, whether it be completely debt-free, whether it be opportunity, work opportunities, whether it be, um, I guess, more abundance, a feeling of abundance. So we've got to really align ourselves with that energy. So that really is, I guess, more of a high vibe. So one of the easiest hacks to get there is being in a place of gratitude. So um, a book that I've recently read um, is called Manifest, I think, Seven Steps. Oh, there it is. Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life um, by Roxy Nafusi. Another book I am going to recommend is and I absolutely love this one. I've been, I've read it on and off over the years. Uh, every time I sort of feel like I'm off track with where I should be energetically aligned when it comes to my finances, I read this book called Love Money, Money Loves You by Sarah McCrum. So those two books um, really sort of tap into what I'm talking about in terms of energy and manifesting. I think it was in the book from Roxy Nafusi. She says, a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. I wrote that down as soon as I read that. That was like, okay, that is something that I need to always remind myself that a gratitude really does shift you from being in that space of, say, scarcity or frustration, anger, all of those low vibe spaces to really getting you on a higher vibe, more happier headspace. Um, so gratitude is definitely a, a hack that I do for, you know, every single day. I actually... Uh, during lockdown was one of my best practices was going for gratitude walks. I had a baby, so I've been pushing the pram and I just had like meditative music in the background, usually because it was helping her sleep. But I would get into a space of just finding the littlest things that I was grateful for. And to be honest with you, that time in my life was very challenging. I had a young baby. I had um, teenage boys at home, trying to homeschool, trying to run a full-time financial planning business. Um, And obviously we're in a home, but we were lucky to be right across the road from a beautiful park in an area where I could walk past my neighbors and wave. And there was just lots of beautiful nature around me. So getting outside and going for these walks really took me out of that frustration, especially with the homeschooling and dealing with teenage boys who had no motivation whatsoever to do any schoolwork. And I would be walking and I would sort of look around 
um, I would look up and see beautiful green leaves and I'd go, that is just beautiful. I am so grateful that I saw that. Sometimes I wouldn't say I feel grateful in my mind. Sometimes I would just let that feeling well up inside and then I would see birds. But then I would see, you know, uh, flowers and then I'd look down at my daughter's face and then I would look at the blue sky or I'd look at the clouds and see that yeah, it's going to rain and, and what's that going to do? It's going to nourish um, the grass and all of these beautiful trees and plants and, you know, flora and fauna and everything around me. And then I would listen to the birds and it just kept going and going and going. Then I would move from there and shift to all the other things that I was grateful for. I was grateful for my children, grateful for my husband, I was grateful for my clients. I was grateful for the business I built that it continuously was you know, providing us with income. I was grateful for the roof over our heads. I was grateful for the space that I had, that I could be walking, that I could go into a room and work. I was grateful for so many things. It just becomes quite addictive. I guess you get the picture at this point. But this is a best life hack I tell you now. Anytime you feel you're off track, you're struggling, it's okay to feel the feels. Do not suppress them. Actually let them out. You know, have an anger dance. Get it all out of your system. And then go into that space of going, how fun was that? Because once you get that out of your system, especially if you do an anger dance or something, or you have a big scream into a pillow, have a huge cry and you feel that relief, then go back to your gratitude because it can really lift you out of that. And go back to see if you've got an accountability buddy. Go back to them. Have a chat. Talk to a friend. But it is such an important thing when it comes to keeping us on track to our goals. Even going back to actually being thankful to our future self for achieving it, actually thanking yourself for all the little things that you've already put in place. And look, I'm a big believer in checking in. You must check in at your progress. Look how far you've come. Turn around on your mountain, look down the hill and enjoy the view. It's really, really important. And the other key thing is to trust yourself, especially when it comes to money. We've got so many, I guess, emotional baggage when it comes to finance. We've got a lot of self, negative self-talk. We've probably got a lot of triggers. You know, we've got a lifetime of history where money may not have worked out for you. You may have seen your parents struggling. You may have been in a situation where you potentially could have been facing bankruptcy or you've seen a family member do that or you've seen people fight over money or you've experienced a negative situation with money. And when things aren't going right with money, it is very natural for us to go in fight and flight mode when it comes to finance. Be aware of that energy. Be aware of what that's telling you. Actually ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario in this situation and what can I do to fix it? Instead of sitting in paralyzed fear, be really strategic about it. Go back to your goal. Go back to maybe looking at your numbers and trust yourself. Trust yourself. What is the worst case scenario? Often it is way more sensationalized in our heads and dramatized in our brains than the reality. And maybe even write out what that would look like and what, how would that situation pan out and how would you get out of it? Because if you've already got a plan to get out of it, it's not a problem, is it? So be always aware of the 
craziness that goes on in our heads, which is the subconscious keeping you safe, by the way. Our flight and fight is there because we're designed to always keep safe and survive. And given money in this you know, modern world is our survival mechanism. It is very natural for us to go into panic all the time. Just be aware of that and be kind to yourself. So always go back, as I mentioned before, go back, check in. And when I say go back, I like to actually look at my spending and I don't just look at a spreadsheet. I love a spreadsheet, by the way, everything in my world's on spreadsheets. Anyone who knows me, anyone who works with me, know I spreadsheet heaven is where I like to be. Having said that, you might not be a spreadsheet person, but maybe you use apps like Frollo, which is an open banking map where you can actually set your budget and set your goal and things like that in this app. The app is, why well, I say Frollo instead of say the banking app that you may have from your bank, you know, main bank provider is Frollo allows you to connect your superannuation into it as well as say your home loan, credit cards and your banking. So you can really pull all of that information into one place and then check in yourself. And in doing that, the point of checking in is not to cause you stress and anxiety and fear and dread and overwhelm and, oh my God, I'm failing. Not at all. In fact, it's one, it's more a mindfulness practice. It's being mindful of where you're at, celebrating your wins, actually. If you've actually increased, say, $50 extra a week towards a credit card repayment, I want you to look at the history of those $50 per week since you started and celebrate, even if it was two weeks ago, celebrate it. In fact, when it comes to things like this, another way of checking in and visualizing this is putting things up on a board in in colors where you can actually see, okay, yes, this week I've achieved that and do a sticker, you know, reward system or, you know, different color sticky notes to, to show your progress. You may even make, want to do it like snakes and ladders and gamify it. So, and that's the other thing, gamify it. We're in a world where, um, you know, where instant gratification is everywhere. I mean, look at me, I've got an Apple Watch and my, my iPhone here. And if we're not on our computers, we're usually on some level of screens. We're actually getting lots of dopamine hits all the time, usually for the wrong reasons. So why not actually use these natural forces within us to achieve things that we really want to achieve? So using apps is really cool, but also being aware of how our brains work the fact that when we achieve something, when we're celebrating a win, we're getting a nice release of dopamine. Okay. So that's actually keeping you on track because our bodies get addicted to that dopamine hit and it wants you to keep on winning. It's why people get stuck in like addicted to games. Make this a game for yourself. Money is just energy. It is a, yes, a survival mechanism in this day and age. But we've got to shift our thinking about things a little bit so it makes it so much easier. Another thing that's really important, apart from the accountability, uh, buddy, and celebrating your wins and your gratitude, is just to check in with always how you're feeling about things. And if you feel like, you know what, this goal seemed really hard to achieve at the beginning, but it's quite easy. Add something else. Challenge yourself. That's the only way we're going to grow. Did I talk about challenges and lessons? 
I'm not sure. I'm going to just tap onto that again as well, just because often we can really beat ourselves up when we're feeling like we're failing or we've had setbacks and we've had challenges, but we've got to sort of reframe again the way life happens for us, not to us. We're not victims, are we? Well, you can choose to be a victim or you can snap yourself out of it and go, hang on, I mean, I'm on this journey to grow, to develop and to become that future self that I'm desiring to be. So in doing that, we're looking at all of these challenges, all of these experiences, setbacks as well, and lessons, simply as lessons, not as, you know, life's, you know, life is shit, it's challenging me and I can't do this, I'm hopeless. Instead of, you know, being that victim, it's turning that around and going, well, what am I, what is, what is this lesson? What have I learned here? And what, what do I need to change so this doesn't happen again? And that could also be when you recognize a self-sabotage cycle. Um, so you can go, what is it that has caused me? And it could simply be mindset. It could be not really what you're doing, but your behavior, attitude, sorry, not behavior, but your attitude and your thoughts around your finances. An example of that was, For years, I was in this feast and famine stage of my life. Like one minute, things would be great. And I was in a space of abundance and money was flowing. Next minute, like the car would break down. uh, Huge bills would come in. uh, Certain things would happen. And all of a sudden, I found myself tumbling into that cycle of, uh, I guess, despair and um, lack. And I would really kind of sit there and wallow and go why does this keep happening to me and be the victim of the situation and you know put the I'm a single mum card on you know I should say hat on um I would give excuses about you know the business and the industry and the challenges that you know financial planners are facing oh it's a no if it wasn't the GSC it's it's the um royal commission it's the changes that we're dealing with it's this it's that and always finding excuses to why my situation was going on versus when things were starting to go a little out of control going and going into panic because that's exactly what I would do. Every time things would start to look a little bit south when it came to my numbers, I'd go into complete panic. I would freak out. I would be, you know, like that crazy person in the corner rocking herself and just losing her shit. Excuse my language. And that would just keep that energy of despair, of uh, lack, of scarcity coming, right? So it would just keep happening. And then when I'd pull myself out, all of a sudden things shifted and I'd get back on track and I'd start going into abundance. I'd be grateful and all things, things would just start working out. The phone would ring, a client would show up, things would just shift. But then again, another challenge happened. I started to see the pattern see where I'm going. And as soon as I realized what was happening, I shifted. I was like, okay, now let's not look at the freak out moment of me being the crazy person rocking in the corner. Let's look at it. Let's even stop before that. It's like, stop, rewind. Let's look at the the mistake that I may have made, the decision or the self-sabotage and go, oh, okay. Didn't see that coming. Great lesson. Now, 
How lucky am I to have learned that lesson? How lucky am I that I'm still in a space where I can look and see all the things that have occurred for me to get me where I'm at? How blessed am I right now? Even though I might not feel as abundant as I did a couple of weeks ago because my balance has dropped in my account, that's okay. I'm really grateful because, you know, maybe, maybe it was the car. The car is working. And now I know that I've got to put more money away for that rainy day because it does come. And we've all learned that recently, haven't we? With COVID, that rainy day hit. With the current financial markets, the rainy day's here. With the rate rises we're seeing, the rainy day is here. So it's actually lessons of that complacency versus actually holy shitballs, I uh, have made a mistake, I'm hopeless, I'm terrible, and my whole world's falling apart, and I can't see a way out of it. So we really then go, okay, well, then I need to change the strategy. I need to make some changes. I need to fix this. And what is the worst case scenario if I didn't? Going back to those questions that I asked earlier, if I don't change, if I don't fix this, where am I going to be in 12 years' time? So I hope this uh, podcast has been helpful. And as I said, it's one thing I do every year, just sort of setting myself up and then I break it through 90 days and then I break it to weeks. So I actually do a bird's eye picture and I do a full spreadsheet and forecast of everything uh, for all the things that I want to do or achieve when it comes to my finances. But I also do this in my personal life. And then I break it down and break it down again and break it down. Then I also add a few habits in my daily practice that will help me shift that little bit further. I heard once um, from one of my coaches or mentors, I believe, or could have been a podcast, I'm not sure, and I'm sure I may have mentioned it on this podcast, is that a pilot just needs to change, to change the course of their direction, to change the destination. They simply need to change and shift by a degree and they will be in a complete different destination and that's by with us um you know us mere mortals it's simply by changing a few little habits every single day reminding ourselves of our mindset reminding ourselves of our energy our vibe is it a high vibe or am I a low vibe am I grateful right now what am I listening asking yourself really important questions every single day and keeping on track measure it celebrate it have fun with it gamify it so i hope this has been helpful um i'm just going to recap in a few just i've got a list here i'm going to read it out just to make sure that i have covered everything because i do tend to wander off and talk too much but let's just see what it is that's going to set you up for your success for this year or the next six months, two years, whatever your time frame is. One, be clear with your vision. What exactly are you setting out to achieve? Tap into feeling that achievement and gratitude as if you've already achieved the goal. Visualize that, imagine it, feel it, write it out, journal it, whatever it takes. Now create a plan which will get you on track to achieving your goals. So you must 
take action and break this down to bite-sized pieces. Four, behave, feel, and think like your future self. So if they've made it, and if you sort of can't really do that, I would look at somebody you admire who's already doing what you were setting out to achieve and think about the decisions they make, their self-talk, their, their habits, and how they got there. Okay, so really tap into that. Tap into their energy and be that person now. Be like my son in the ring. You've already won. You're already there. You're already making those decisions. You're already ahead of the game. So start taking the actions just mentally, emotionally, um, and also physically. So you can't just wish it. You can't just imagine it. But then go, okay, what do I do? Five, practice gratitude daily and always be aware of your energy. I can't tell you this enough. And celebrate your wins. That's number seven. Celebrate your wins no matter how small. Even if it's just I'm starting to save $5 extra a week, celebrate that, whatever it is. Track your progress. Gamify the process and keep yourself on track. And that's the idea. When you gamify your progress, you're also creating neural pathways because you've got these positive ex, you know, experiences happening out of changing your behavior. Use apps and other reminders such as a board to see your progress and also have an accountability buddy. And finally, enjoy the ride. Treat all your challenges and setbacks as lessons. Do not be a victim to them. Always catch yourself before you really fall. So I did cover a lot today, but I cover so much, much, much more in the Sensibility Money Transformation course. So if this sounds like something you could benefit from, then why not join the waitlist today? By joining the waitlist, you'll be the first to know when the course goes live and you'll be the first to know when any of my free online workshops, mini courses and offers are available. Plus, you get this podcast delivered in your inbox each week. Now, also, I do love feedback. So it is, I guess, the way we grow. So if you do like this, and I hope you do, I hope this was beneficial for you. Um, if you do like this, I would love to hear from you. So please leave comments and also rate this podcast on whatever platform you're hearing it in. And if you really love this, I would love you to share this with your friends and loved ones. Because if you got something out of it, no doubt they will too. I'm so grateful for your time today. May your day be blessed, fun, and full of adventure wherever you are. Signing off now. Thank you and stay tuned for more. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share the love, like, and share all posts. Social links are in the show notes below. Please note that any information shared in this podcast is general in nature and not to be perceived as financial advice. Please seek advice from a licensed financial advisor, just like me. We also want to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Aurora Nation as the traditional custodians of this country we record this podcast in. We recognize their continuing connection to the land and waters and thank them for protecting this coastline and its ecosystems since time immemorial. Thank you.